Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good morning, everyone. It is Tuesday, August the 15th, 2023. It is currently 9.45 a.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. Well, last night, we started talking about a sermon research company. I guess you would call them that, a a sermon writing research service that you can pay money and they will do all of your sermon research for you. And when I say sermon research, I don't think that that's necessarily an accurate way to describe it. I think they refer to themselves as a sermon research assistant, but that's not even really an accurate description because when we really looked into it, when we really looked into it, what we discovered is they do far more than just do the research for you. They even provide you a sermon manuscript. So it's more of a sermon writing company, a sermon research slash sermon writing. Hey, we'll do it all for you. So you really don't have to do anything. We started talking about it last night. And well, today, this early, well, it's early morning for my voice. It's it's not very early, but my voice is not ready to start talking, but that's okay. We're going to ignore my voice. What we're going to do this morning is I'm going to sign up for the service and request my first sermon live on the air. And then when that sermon comes in, I'm going to teach, preach it, I don't know where, maybe at church, maybe here. And we're just going to see how this entire service works from start to end. So you know what's going on out there because thousands of sermons, thousands of pastors use this service. It has a five-star rating. So we're going to just, we're going to, I mean, I don't want to say we're going to expose it, but I think people out there sitting in the pew needs to know what's happening in the American church. And I don't think, now, to be fair, as I said this last night, I don't think a lot of people in the pew really care. I think I think the majority of the people in the pew are like, look, I don't care if they bought the sermon, if someone wrote the sermon, I don't really care, just make it interesting, you know, I get something from it, it's beneficial, it sounds spiritual, and you know, because I'm I'm just going to hear it and I'm just going to move on. I, now, there's some of you who really will care, but I, I think, here's what I know. Whether people care, whether people don't care, they need to know that in the American church right now, you have pastors, they're not writing their own sermons. They're either buying the sermon, right? In which we've already exposed that practice. And we already looked at one of those services and that thing was a train wreck of epic proportions, but we looked at it. Either they're buying the sermon, maybe the entire series with all of the multimedia, the graphics and everything, they just buy it all, or they pay a service to do all of their research for them, provide them the outline, and possibly even a manuscript. Now, the service that we are looking at is called Sermon Spark, Sermon Spark, and you can see it for yourself by going to Spark. Dot sermoncentral.com. That's spark.sermoncentral.com. I would challenge you to look at it for yourself so you know that I'm not making it up. You can 
I mean, you can have the discussion with other Christian friends, with people in your church, whether you agree or disagree. I'm going to remind you a little bit about, about it. And then I'm going to just sign up for it live on the air. I don't know. I don't know what's going to, I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know anything, but it'll, it'll be fun. And we're just going to, and I'm, and I'm going to do this just to really drive home the point of that this thing out, it exists out there. And we need to do a lot more about what we think about it and what, what does it mean for the future? But here it is. It's called Sermon Spark. Again, you can look at it for yourself by going to Spark. Dot sermoncentral.com. Now, they advertise themselves as a sermon research assistant. Again, I, I'm calling that into question, but you can, you can look at it. You can draw your own conclusion. All right. I'm just going to read this. This is, uh, I reread this last night, but I'm going to do it quickly just to give us, get us all on the same page. Here we go. This is their kind of their tagline. We make sermon prep easier. Now, I think that that's, <laughs> I think it's just, it's ridiculous for them to say we make sermon prep easier. What they should say is we remove all the sermon prep so that you literally don't have to do anything. But okay, we make sermon prep easier. Original research in one to two days. Fresh ideas, quotes, and stories. Matching PowerPoints and media. All right. Uh, this is This is basically how it works. Helpful sermon research and ideas. Sermon prep is important. We find relevant quotes, suggest a biblical outline, compose a sample manuscript, and more. Tell us what you want to preach. We craft a unique sermon package. You customize it and make it your own. We and I and whenever I read number 3 there, I kind of wink 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 because like you customize it and make it your own. Yeah, okay. Right. I mean, you're paying for a service that basically writes your entire sermon for you. I guess you can customize it a little bit, but I mean, it's not like you're doing much. You're like, you know, Hey, what am I going to preach on Sunday? Well, it's Tuesday. Let me go ahead and call my Sermon Spark Sermon Research Assistant. Hey, this is what I need. Then you go off, play golf, do whatever you want to do. Finally, your Sermon Spark Sermon Package shows up or, you know, gets gets emailed to you. And then you're like, oh, here it all, here it is. You look over it quickly. You may, you know, you may move something around briefly and then boom. You're ready to go for Sunday. And then you stand there, you give everyone the canned presentation. You have graphics. It looks like you've spent, you know, hours. Maybe you'll sound like you spent a lot of time. You can, you can, you know, practice on making sure you sound sincere and you sound authoritative. Everyone hears it. They say, good sermon. And nobody really cares and nobody knows. But I think people need to know. All right. So, um, if we just a little bit here, um, I just, we read this last, uh, last night. Let me read it one more time. Curious how the Spark team delivers personalized sermon research materials in only one to two days, where our researchers use the latest technologies to streamline the process. Resources include web research, scripture study, user-contributed content from Sermon Central, original sources and commentaries, quotation databases, as well as generative images and text recommendations from various machine learning platforms. I feel that they're saying they're utilizing some AI in all of this, which I think AI 
I, I cannot be dogmatic about this, but I think AI is going to completely change sermons and sermon prep moving into the future. And I think we're going to start seeing this become more and more prevalent in 2024. We've already seen it in 2023. There's already been news articles of pastors preaching sermons that were written by AI. So it's already underway. I just think it's going to become, I think the next step in this will happen in 2024. And we're going to start getting an idea of what the future is going to look like. Pastors are a really who's writing the sermon that you're hearing? Is it your pastor? Is it AI? Is it your pastor or is it a sermon research assistant subscription service? Is it your pastor or did they purchase a sermon package? I, I mean, I think this raises some serious questions, right? But I'm going to sign up. So again, if you go to spark.sermoncentral.com, by all means, go. I want you to look at it for yourself, right? I don't want you to take my word for this, all right? Now, I, it, right there to the right, the top of this page says, get started for free. So I'm clicking on get started for free. And then I've got to, I've got to fill out an account. So I'm going to I'm going to create an account. So I'm going to do this live on the air. And the only reason I'm doing this is just to try to build awareness of this and to try to have a little bit of fun as we go from the beginning of the process. We're going to, we're going to go from the beginning of the process all the way to the final product. And then you're going to hear me preach it or teach it either behind the pulpit or here in, behind this microphone. You're just going to, you're just going to see the whole process unfold in real time. That's why I see this is why, you know, you pay all of this money for this podcast, right? Okay. Obviously it's free, but you get the idea. It's why this podcast is interesting, maybe. Okay. All right. Here we go. I got to type in my email. I got to type in my email. I need a password. Let's go with this. I think this is a good password, right? I don't have a mobile phone, so I don't know why they want that. Oh, they're going to make me put a mobile phone? What is this? Um, Well, let's see here. Okay, I I do have a mobile phone, but I don't have it here and I never use it. Um, So I don't remember the number for it, but okay. Oh, wait, all right, here we go. Okay, we are in, ladies and gentlemen, we are in Sermon Spark. All right, now there's a video. Let's see here, what do they have here? They have two sample sermons, okay, but I don't want a sample sermon. They have a a quick video tutorial to get started here. Hey, this is Caleb. I'm with Sermon Spark. I want to help you get started uh, with your new account. So uh, at the bottom right of this video, you're going to find a full screen button if you want to see this whole thing uh, much larger. Go ahead and click that. Otherwise, uh, you can just follow along. So I'm just going to give you a quick rundown of what uh, is on Sermon Spark for you. Uh, let me shrink myself real fast. Uh, you're going to find the usage meter at the top right. This is going to tell you how many Sermon Spark researches you've requested, how many you have left in this uh, payment period. Okay, so they have a little video telling you how to get started. It's a quick video tutorial to get the best sermon research tools and assistant with Sermon Spark. I mean, there's people who get paid to do this. I mean, like I just, 
Oh, there's so much of this I don't understand. All right. Sermon Sparks. Okay. Uh, so I, 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 I don't have any. My first one is free. So I have here, it says New Spark. All right. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Let's see here. What do I want to do here? What do I want to do here? Okay. Uh, I've got to, I'm going to request my first new sermon spark. So I got to look at this. So let me, re- I'm going to reach down, grab my Bible. I'm going to reach down, grab my Bible. I'm not going to give them a lot. I'm going to, I'm going to make this pretty vague and see what they come up with. Right. So, all right. I'm opening my Bible. We're in the book of Jeremiah. If you've been following along, we finished chapter 20. All right. So what I'm going to do is, uh, Give them, I'm going to assign them, where do I want to assign them? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think I'm going to assign them chapter 21. I'm going to, because if they do so in one or two days, now I know tomorrow night I probably am supposed to be in chapter 21. So do I go with chapter 22? Do I go with chapter 22? One to two days. I, d- I doubt they're going to get it back. Maybe they could get it back. I think it would probably show up Thursday. I think to be safe, I want to. I think I'll give them chapter twenty-two. I think to be safe, I, I want to give them chapter twenty-one just to see. But that's okay. We'll give them Jeremiah twenty-two. We're going to assign them Jeremiah twenty-two. All right. So. Uh, I'm just going to type in Jeremiah 22, main scripture, Jeremiah 22, topic or, th- topic or theme. I'm g- <laughs> what do you mean topic or theme? The book of Jeremiah. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to see. So I said, now I'm curious if what they're really wanting you to do now, see, now this would make this, sir. So do they really want you now? Maybe. So maybe to be fair, do they want you to have done uh, a certain amount of work on your own and now you're coming to them? I I don't know. Okay. But all right. I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it this way. Okay. The main idea, a study. (laughs) Of Jeremiah 22. <laughs> okay. So uh, I, I, my title is Jeremiah 22. The main scripture is Jeremiah 22. The topic or theme, the book of Jeremiah. And the main idea, a study of Jeremiah 22. So it sounds like what they want me to have done is have read, I, I guess, to read it. And then think in my mind, okay, what title would I want to give this? And then, okay, the scripture. And then what do I think the topic or theme? They really want me to narrow it down. They really want me to narrow it down for them. But I'm not going to do that, right? I'm going to make it much more vague. Because once again, at some point, when you start paying the monthly fee, which I think is $15 a month if you pay it out annually, which is like $179 a year, it's like about $20 a month if you don't do it annually. If I'm paying $20 a month for you to do this, then how much work 
should I do? Now, some would say, well, you know, if they're just help, if you're doing at least that much, then maybe you see, you don't see it as much of an ethical dilemma or that much of an issue. You may say it's no big deal. You're like, you know what? If they, if the pastor has to already read it, already come up with his title, already come up with his topic or theme, you know what? Then all he's really doing is getting some additional research. This is perfectly okay. You may find out that it's perfectly okay. Now, some of you may say, no, shouldn't he be the one digging in? Shouldn't he be the one doing the research? Then you could argue, well, wait a minute. How do most pastors do their research? They buy books. So aren't you already relying on a research assistant when it comes to commentaries or other sermons or Bible handbooks or, you know, dictionary, whatever you're using? So is it different than buying those books versus just paying someone to do it for you and send it to you? I mean, really, I mean, either way, someone else is doing the work for you, right? I, I, I look, I'm trying to I'm trying to argue both sides of this. I'm trying my I'm trying to be fair, right? I'm trying to be fair because I, I have I have f- strong feelings, but I'm trying to be fair as I can be. But let's let's submit it, all right? Let's submit it. So I submit request. Here we go. I submitted it. Yay! Your spark request for Jeremiah 22 was successful. All right. And now it just says Jeremiah 22. Uh, Jeremiah 22 theme, the book of Jeremiah. And it says almost ready. We will see. And then I guess I just wait. I guess I just wait. Now I just sit back. Now, if we had one of those, you know, if we if we could just, you know, uh, if we could do video, then I would have a video here going, meanwhile, and it would show me doing all kinds of other things, maybe playing basketball, taking a walk, <laughs> just listening to music, watching TV, eating popcorn, going to the movies. You know, I just, I would just throw in all of these, like, really, you know, sped up, really fast, all these, and then all of a sudden, ding. I'm going to get the message like, your sermon spark is now ready. Oh, okay, guys, I got to stop doing all of these other things. Now let me go look at my sermon. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be just like that, but there you have it. We have submitted it. Now all we can do is sit back and wait. We can sit back and wait. I am, I am not, part of me feels like, well, maybe maybe, maybe I should have been a little bit more specific. But then there's another part of me saying, if you're paying $20 a month, how specific do you need to be? You're the one doing the research. You're the one doing the work. But I guess, you know, they really want you to kind of be more specific so they know what to give you. I'm just going to see what happens by doing it so in such a uh, vague way. But I wonder how many people they have on staff. I wonder how many sermon, how many pastors have to be using this service in order for them to make money, to be able to pay everyone. And to be, I mean, it's a business. And again, you have no idea who's putting together your sermon. You don't know their theological background. So you know this is going to have to be somewhat theologically vague, right? It cannot be too doctrinally specific. But what if, what if, now just, just think about it this way. What if, say, you are... You're reformed, right? 
You hold to the uh, the, the solas of the Reformation. You you know do, the doctrine of election. You know predestination. You are reformed in, in every, every, just say every way. You're reformed in every way. And there was a sermon research assistant that was, and all the people working there held to your exact doctrine and theology. Meaning that whatever they produce would be consistent with maybe the London Baptist Confession of Faith or Westminster Confession of Faith, the Heidelberg Catechism, you know, on and on and on. Let's say that they're like, hey, these are the confessions of faith and everyone working on your sermon, this is what they believe. Would, Would that change your opinion on it? If you're an independent fundamental Baptist, maybe, you know, dispensational independent fundamental Baptist semi-Pelagian, free will, Arminian type, you know, along those lines. And they say, here's our doctrinal statement. It's in line with you. Only people who hold to your theology, they will be the ones doing the sermon research. Would that, would that make it feel, would, would you feel better about it? Because then the sermons could be much more theologically explicit, right? They could be much more, that, that wouldn't have to be so vague. This situation here, you, you know it's going to be vague. You know they're not going to get too specific. But we will see. We will see. I just wanted to turn this on for a few minutes and just have a little bit of fun. I, I don't know, but you can go to spark.sermoncentral.com, uh, look for it. So sign up for yourself. Sign up for yourself. Do one for yourself. Pick one for yourself. What you can do, uh, if you don't know what your pastor is going to be preaching on on Sunday, I mean, literally, I would challenge you to do this. If you know what your pastor is going to be preaching on this coming Sunday, you sign up for an account. You do a free sermon, right? You don't have to add a credit card or anything here. You 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 request your free sermon, and then you take it. You take it to church, and you compare it to what your pastor preaches. I, I'm, I'm challenging you to do, come on, if you know what your pastor is going to preach, let's, you, 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 the sad part, you may walk away going, wow, Sermon Spark was so much better than what I, see, that would be horrible. So I, I don't know, like on one hand, I can look at this and go, well, you know, I already, I use, I mean, if you, if you were to look at my study, there's books everywhere or you know, the studio, I should say. There are literally books everywhere. There's Bible handbooks. There's, I mean, dictionaries. There's everything. So I use all of that. So, but that's all material put together by someone else. So is it that not the same thing? My research assistant assistant used to be books. Now my research assistant is some service that I subscribe to, I tell them what I want and what I need. They give me what I want and what I need. Therefore, I can be a better preacher and teacher, and then you benefit more in the, in, in the pew. Is that, a, is that a justification? Now, to me, if they just, if they just do the research for you, I, I think I can find a way, maybe, to justify that, because everyone's using some kind of research assistant. Everyone is. Right? It's just either books or maybe it's a service, right? Okay. So that's one thing. I don't like the fact they kind of give you an entire sermon manuscript because that sounds like you just bought the sermon. All right. You can, you can debate that. I will say a research assistant subscription service 
at least in my mind, I distinguish it somewhat from some of these services where you just go buy a sermon series. You go through and go, oh, here's a six-week sermon series. Boom, you buy it. It gives you the sermon, gives you everything. And we've li- we've reviewed some of those sermon series that you purchase and show, and we demonstrated how other churches use those sermons because you can see it. You can look online and go, oh, here's 15 churches who use this sermon series they purchase. And they basically use every word as given in the sermon series because we purchased one. And we reviewed sermons who used it and they literally used almost the exact, I mean, it was almost word for word for word for word for word. It was insane. That to me is not them doing the research for you. That's them giving you the sermon. Now, I wonder how many who use this, I wonder how many who use this basically use the manuscript. Now, you know, that that would be, but there would be no way to test that. So there would be no way for us to prove that because... Well, they get the sermon from this. I mean, it's not like I can I can purchase the sermon that they got, right? I mean, if you if it's one of the completed sermon kits that you everyone can buy, then everyone's going to be preaching the same sermon. You can go find those churches and say, "Oh, look, I, I bought the same kit." You're using the exact words here. It's individualized, supposedly. So we will see, ladies and gentlemen. We will see. We will wait and see what they do, and then we will preach it as they have given it to us. I'm going to look here at my email inbox. All right. Um, Okay, I'm getting a lot of emails. Okay, all right. All right, um, we will, we'll see. We'll wait and see. I was hoping that there would be like, hey, we've got your request. We, we have given it to, you know, Tim, your sermon research assistant, but I, it's a team of people. But I, I, I really, you know what would be interesting is take what they give me and compare it to what AI would give me. If I had AI write a sermon on on Jeremiah 22, right? Would that how similar would it be to what they're going to what they're going to send me? Well, we will wait and see and uh there you have it. We'll keep you updated. We'll keep you updated as I sit back and wait for Sermon Spark to give me a sermon on Jeremiah 22. You can start play. We need it. We we need some kind of bed. Right? We need a. I don't know how we should. We we almost. I'm not promoting gambling. I'm just saying theoretically, hypothetically, we need some kind of bet on. You know, I don't really have an over under here. Um, we need some kind of bet on. Like, is it going to be how how detailed is it going to be? Do you think it's going to be good? Do you think it's going to be bad? Like, what do you, I don't know. I don't know. Just, just I'll do this. Give me your predictions to what Sermon Spark is going to give us in regards to Jeremiah 22. You can send those predictions to newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com, and I will compare your predictions to the finished product that I'm supposed to receive in one to two days. One to two days. I can't wait 
to see what they're going to give me. And the reason I picked Jeremiah is because when we go over it, it's not like we're wasting our time because it will be, well, once again, you're hearing more from Jeremiah, which we've been working on for the entire summer. So it will be still beneficial and it will, it won't be a waste of time. So I, uh, that, that's why we're, we're choosing that. Should be fun. I'll keep you posted. Come on. Come on, Sermon Spark. Hurry up. I need my sermon information. Come on. Send me my sermon. All right. We're, and hey, if you want to, if you if you if you want to be my research assistant, hey, get out there and look for other sermon writing services and see how many you can find. Find the ones that you think are the most well known. Look look for different ones. And if you find make a list and email it to me. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. It would be certain sermon writing services or sermon research services. And you can see how many are out there. And just just think. I don't know how many is going to be out there. I really don't. But if you find a lot of them, that tells you there's a market. Right? If there are, I mean, we, I know there's more than one. Easy. I know there's more than one. So if there, let's just say, let's just say there's 15. To have 15 different services out there that people pay money to get their sermons basically written or researched for them, that tells you there's a lot of pastors using it. And let me tell you, they're keeping it on the down low. They're keeping it hush hush. They're not telling people. I bet you it may be. I don't know how common, but the more services you find. Now, there may only be a few. And that means that, that there's not that. But it's way if there's 15 to 15 to 20, I think that's that's a bad sign. If there's only three to five. OK, then that means there's not a big market for this. So it's still relatively small. That, that's my that's my feelings. That's my feelings. I could be wrong. I could be wrong here. All right. But we will we will see. All right. Email me newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. And we will continue to wait to see what is unveiled by SermonSpark as they do my sermon research for Jeremiah 22. To find out what happens, tune in to the same bat channel the same bad time. What's going to happen to our dynamic duo? Okay, all right, I'm going to the 1960s Batman TV series. All right, everyone have a good day. God bless.